geographers out there. This is a podcast for anybody studying GCSE geography for AQA, but especially to the amazing students, to my wonderful, wonderful class at Wilden School. This is for you. There are going to be some resources to go along with these podcasts, and I would ask you to also subscribe. I'm on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Take your pick. Right, today's focus is all about rivers. Let's have a quick recap of river processes first of all. So, we've got erosion, we've got weathering, and we've got mass movement. Three main processes which are helping to shape our rivers. Erosion involves the wearing away of material. So, our water in our river is going to be scouring and eroding the river bed, as well as acting on the river banks. And as that material gets worn away, because that's what erosion is, the wearing away, think of sandpaper in your head for a moment there, we then also get the transportation. That material gets moved. It could be fine particles like sand, it could be larger things, stones, pebbles, shingles and so on. And that actually gets transported downstream, down the river. And then finally, we actually have got something called deposition, where something is dropped off, where it's deposited. So that material that's been eroded and is moved, eroded and transported, will get dropped, will get deposited. And this normally happens in the lower course. This is where the river's going to be wide, but it's flowing really slowly. It's going to have less energy to transport that material. So we've got our erosion, transportation and deposition. We've also got weathering happening. Weathering is the breakdown of rock that happens actually in place and then with the process of mass movement so imagine I'm taking you up into a highland area so not where I'm from Southampton is pretty flat let's go a little bit higher up perhaps a beautiful upland area we've got some lovely v-shaped valleys So our river is right down in our bottom of our V there. And perhaps you've had some weathering happening on the slopes. We've got some loose material. And mass movement will actually be bringing that material down into the bottom of the V-shaped valley, down into the river. You might also know as mass movement, we can sometimes call it like slumping, for example. So we have cliff slumping at the coast. So we've got obviously slumping here of the valley sides. You also might have heard of landslides, for example, mud flows, rock flows. These are all types of mass movement. So we've got those three processes operating and what they do is they make some beautiful, distinctive, absolutely gorgeous landforms. So I want to focus today on the upper and the middle course. In the upper course, we have got these lovely V-shaped valleys, as I've mentioned before. And when they join, when you've got them undulating, so when they connect these V-shaped valleys, because obviously it's not like a tunnel, it's not one continuous V from the river source down to the river mouth, they interlock. They're called interlocking spurs, gorgeous. Maybe have a little look at a picture as um, you're hearing my voice right now. Call up Chrome, call up Safari, have a little look. What we get though, one of the most common big landform features up here is a waterfall and they are stunning, absolutely stunning. So I'm going to be popping on a booklet for my students to go with this and there'll be a link if you're another student, not at Wilden and you're listening along. Let's look at the diagram on page six if you're looking at it now or perhaps why don't you just Google the diagram of a waterfall having looked at the interlocking spurs. So, we've got a few things happening here. First of all, we have got hard rock over soft rock. So a waterfall will happen when we've got this situation. Hard rock might be something like perhaps granite, 
maybe, or even slate or something. Soft rock will be things perhaps more like sandstone and clays and things like that. So you must have hard rock and soft rock and your river water is running over your hard rock. But obviously the land is not completely flat and straight. It's not like the M27 motorways. Obviously, we have undulations, we have movements. So the river's flowing over to the hard rock and it changes to move to the soft rock beneath. Of course, soft rock is going to be eroded so much more quickly. So that river water is going to scour away, it's going to abrade, it's going to erode that softer rock a lot quickly. So you'll start to get some undercutting happening. You'll start to get the river splashing up and we'll get some hydraulic happening to the sides and we'll be getting that happening on the river bed as well. And in time, this will actually create something called a plunge pool, a lovely kind of U-shaped, a curved shape where we've got this deep water where the riverbed has actually been eroded. Now we will get that hard rock overhanging it so it will take longer to erode and we'll get a, an overhang but over time that overhang will collapse itself it will erode it will take much longer than soft rock but gravity gives us a helping hand here there'll be nothing supporting the overhang and so over time that overhang will collapse and will break into the plunge pool itself and we will get our hard rock continuing to move back with our soft rock we will get a retreating waterfall the waterfall will move back over time because we're going to be losing an eroding rock so the waterfall retreats up upstream and it leaves something beautiful called a gorge i always think of gorgeous gorgeous gorges they are stunning these are where you're carving out the sides as the river is obviously moving and eroding and um, we've actually got our rock actually um, eroding backstream. They're lovely. Steep-sided gorge. You've got the vegetation clinging to the sides. They're lovely. Absolutely lovely. With this, though, I want to actually mention... Um, um, what do I want to mention? Oh, that's what I want to mention. Rapids. You will also get, as you're moving down the river, you won't just get a layer of hard rock and soft rock in terms of one layered on top of another, like layers of a cake, one on top of another you'll actually get the rock alternating. So you will have soft rock layered by hard rock. So imagine me walking along a pavement now on paving stones, soft, hard, soft, hard. You'll get it running both ways. And where you get this, these ridges of hard rock actually create this uneven slope in the river bed. And so this will actually cause rapids. So anybody who's perhaps been whitewater rafting or you're a kayaker out there, you'll know exactly what these are. And this is caused by these alternate bands of soft rock and hard rock. So a little something extra for you to listen to there now. Okay, after that, we have got the middle course. So this is where we have got a much flatter and a much more gentle slope. The middle course of the river, the river is getting wider. There is more water, but the speed is not gonna be quite as fast as in the upper course. So here, the river is actually going to meander from side to side, and that's what a meander is. A meander is the movement of the river in a curving direction, so it curves. Now, what happens actually to make our meanders form? What happens is the outside bend is the fastest flow, and the inside bend of a river is a softer flow. Think about it. If any of you are interested in car racing and stuff out there, I'm a big Formula One fan. Actually, when you're going around 
round bend, your body, you know, think about being in a car with your parents or on a bus, your body is actually forced to the outside when you go around a bend. Your body is forced that way. The same is happening in our river. The water is forced to that outside bend. What it's carrying, what it's transporting is forced to that outside bend. So that outside bend is going to suffer from abrasion and hydraulic action. It is going to be scoured away. And we're actually going to get a river cliff forming. We're actually going to have pieces of that river bank falling into it. And the river's actually going to be eroding laterally, sideways, lateral erosion. But hang up a minute, on the inside bend, it's going to be slower. On the inside bend, the movement's slower, so we're actually going to have some deposition of material. Stones, shingle, sand is going to be deposited because the river's carrying capacity, its energy to carry its load, is much less on the inside. And here we actually get something called a slip-off slope, or sometimes actually called a river beach, and they're pretty beautiful. In time, think of this process happening. You're going to get this curve elongating. It's going to go from maybe just a, a little bit of a curvy kind of, just a little bit of a shape to a really exaggerated C shape. It's going to elongate even more until eventually the river will just bypass the curve. It will eventually cut off the neck of the meander and then will find the shortest path downstream. When that happens, when the curve of the meander gets so elongated, the river just cuts it off, just bypasses it. That's actually called an oxbow lake. So there we go in a nutshell, my explanations. Please have a little look at the booklet that's gonna go with it and look up now. Have a little look at these meanders. Do a Google image search, see what you can find. And we're gonna go over this a bit more in class next time and when we revise. Thanks everybody for listening. Please subscribe tell your friends and family get them helping you doing revision and going over this now it'll help you in the long run otherwise stay safe take care and i'll be back next week bye for now